Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, September 16th. Yes, Democrats are feeling better about 2022 than at any point this year. But there's one big reality that remains, and that's the economy. A bunch of big economic headlines this week, uh, most of which are potential headache creators for President Biden and for the Democrats, as we are now just over seven weeks away from this critical midterm election. FedEx drew the big headline of the day-to-day. That company withdrew its full-year guidance late Thursday and warned that a slowing economy will cause it to fall $500 million short of its revenue target. The weakening global economy, particularly in Asia and Europe, has hurt the company's express delivery business. And it said demand for packages weakened considerably in the final weeks of the quarter. As you might imagine, this gets investors quite jittery. CNBC's Jim Cramer asked FedEx CEO Raj Subramaniam if he believes this is a sign that a global recession is starting. Well, I'm not an economist, but, you know, oh, I'll, you I'll, know more than economists. Come on. They don't yeah. they just push papers. You actually look at things. Well, I, I think so. I think uh, we are going I, 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 I think so. But, you know, again, uh, these numbers don't portend very well. Those are not comforting words to anyone in the White House or in the incumbent majority party running for Congress this year. And Subramanium is not the only person thinking like this. A survey on consumer sentiment out today from the University of Michigan indicates that Americans are uncertain about the future of the economy. Though people aren't as concerned as they were back in June, feelings about the economy remain profoundly depressed from a year earlier. In terms of sentiment in general, the survey indicates people are feeling pretty much the same way they did last month about their finances, which is better, but still not great. This all comes as the Labor Department's Consumer Price Index report also delivered some disappointing news this week, sending the market into a tailspin. U.S. inflation unexpectedly ticked back up in August, despite the plunging gas prices. On a monthly basis, consumer prices rose 0.1% from July, when economists had predicted inflation would fall by 0.1%. Now, one positive sign is that annual inflation did ease up a bit for the second straight month in a row, but it still remained stubbornly high. Prices were up 8.3% year over year. So what does this mean for the Federal Reserve and its quest to rein in inflation? Well, inflation could be peaking given that that year over year price increases have cooled off a bit, but it is still well above the Fed's target. The central bank meets next week, and it's expected to announce another interest rate hike after implementing back-to-back rate hikes of 75 basis points earlier this year. As I mentioned, Wall Street did not react well to the news this week, but President Biden asserts that things are fine. The stock market doesn't necessarily reflect the state of the economy, as you well know. And the economy is still strong. Unemployment's low. Jobs are up. Manufacturing's good. So I think it's... a uh, I think we're going to be fine. And these headlines sort of give you the reason why Mitch McConnell and other Republicans want all of their candidates to focus on the economy, inflation and almost nothing else. They think they can take this sort of sour economic moment, hang it on Joe Biden and the Democrats and offer voters an alternative here to allow them an option to vote in Republicans into majorities. Listen here. To a smattering of Republicans, Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, and Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, the chairwoman of the House Republican Conference. 
The American people's number one priority is runaway inflation that is smashing their family budgets and crushing our economy. The American people tell us what the election will focus on, and the American people say they're focused on inflation. Wages aren't keeping up with inflation. The American people cannot afford another year of failed Democrat one-party rule in Washington. You will hear a lot more of that in the weeks ahead in this campaign season. On the other hand, Democrats are arguing to voters that it is their policies, like the Inflation Reduction Act, Joe Biden held a celebration for that bill becoming law this week at the White House, that things like that, policies like that, will help ease inflation. The Inflation Reduction Act, passed by Congress a month ago, will go down as one of the most important legislative feats in decades. As the name suggests, this landmark law is cutting costs and inflation fighting and driving down costs for kitchen table items for America's working families. Here was President Biden at that celebratory event earlier this week. We're going to lower prescription drug costs, lower health insurance costs, lower energy costs for millions of families. I want to take the most aggressive action ever, ever, ever to confront the climate crisis and increase our energy security. We're making progress. We're getting other prices down as well. But we have more to do. But we're getting there. But Mitch McConnell noted the odd timing of that event. It was happening while the markets were expressing real concern about the latest inflation news. While the Dow Jones plummeted over a thousand points, while the S&P 500 lost more than 4% of its value in one day, while American families can't afford gas, groceries, or electricity, Washington Democrats partied on the White House lawn to celebrate their policies. And there is something that could have made this economic moment a lot worse. That would have been a freight railroad strike. Now, the Biden administration helped thwart that from happening and touts that as an accomplishment and one they deserve to tout. It's unclear, though, if voters will reward the president and his party for the absence of something much easier for voters to punish for the presence of something. But man, oh man, is the White House glad they avoided that strike because it would further complicate this economic picture. And yes, we spend a lot of time covering abortion rights, immigration, crime, Donald Trump and the January 6th committee. All those issues are part of the calculus voters are going to get about in their decision making this fall in terms of who to vote for. But all of that being said, the economy is still the dominant issue, according to most polls. A recent Fox News poll shows inflation is the top issue that registered voters are extremely concerned about right now. 59% say so, compared to 50% extremely concerned about the future of American democracy, 45% abortion, 43% crime. The poll also asked what issue will motivate voters to get out and vote. About one third mentioned an economic issue. 19% said inflation, 15% said jobs in the economy. That's compared to 16% who said abortion. No other issue had a response in the double digits. And here's the rub for Democrats. A majority of voters motivated by both inflation and the economy prefer the Republican candidate in their congressional choice. And a brand new New York Times-Siena College poll found that voters trust Republicans more than Democrats on economic issues by a 14-point margin, 52% to 38%. This is why, as you're looking ahead to the next seven weeks, there are going to be a lot of issues 
that motivate voters, that will get a lot of press attention. But always keep your eye on the economy, how Americans are feeling about it, which party they trust to handle it, because that will probably have more to do with the outcome of these midterm elections than anything else. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.